Today in Rome begins a year-long celebration to mark the 17th hundredth anniversary of the Archbasilica of St. John Lateran, which was dedicated on November 9th in the year of our Lord, 324. Within the church, in Latin, there's an inscription. It reads, Omnium Ecclesiarum Urbis ad Orbis Mater de et Caput, which means in English, the mother and head of all the churches of the city and of the world. You know, it truly is a, a reference point for the universal church that our Lord Jesus founded. It reminds us of that moment when he spoke to St. Peter and the founding of his church. You know, when our Lord Jesus died for us, died for our sins and rose from the dead, he initiated a new exodus, an exodus from sin and corruption. And this is the purpose of the church, to help free us from sin, to sanctify us. So the church is certainly far more than just buildings. As we heard in our second reading, 1 Corinthians 3.16, do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? Christ our Lord has given us his Spirit. We received the Holy Spirit when we were baptized. But do we really appreciate the significance of what our Lord has done for us? You know, the Trinity may not have been understood by the ancient Israelites, but the concept of the Spirit of God was understood. We need to look at the Old Testament to have a better appreciation for what God has done. For example, when the first meeting tent or tabernacle was built by Moses, it says in Exodus 40, 34 to 35, then the cloud covered the tent of meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle and Moses was not able to enter the tent of meeting because the cloud abode upon it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. They knew that God was dwelling with them because the cloud that filled the meeting tent. Centuries later, Solomon built the first permanent temple. And after the Ark of the Covenant had been placed in the Holy of Holies, it says in 1 Kings 8, 10 to 13, when the priests left the holy place, the cloud filled the temple of the Lord so that the priests could no longer minister because of the cloud. Since the Lord's glory had filled the temple of the Lord, then Solomon said, the Lord intends to dwell in the dark cloud. I've truly built you a princely house, a dwelling where you may abide forever. It's the same occurrence that happened at the time of Moses. You can well imagine the panic and discouragement of the ancient people when the Jerusalem and the temple was destroyed by the Babylonians. But now moving ahead to the first century, we have an entirely new teaching. The Spirit is sent to dwell in us, not a building. We become the temple. I mean, can you imagine the amazement of the first Christians, those who had their origins in Judaism? They knew about the temple that Moses had built, the tabernacle, the meeting tent. They knew about King Solomon, how the Spirit had dwelled within them, the tent and the temple. And now we become the temple. This is extraordinary. 
Yet we tend to be blasé about the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know about that. Really? One of my favorite scripture passages in Romans 8.14. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. We haven't understood the grace and the power that is truly ours through the inheritance obtained for us from our Lord Jesus. Let's look at Galatians 5.1. For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand fast, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. He's speaking about the slavery to sin. Christ our Lord has freed us from that by the power of his spirit, through the power of his death and resurrection. We are no longer under the power of sin. Oh, we may choose to sin, yes. We have free will, but that's the difference. If I choose to sin, God will allow it. He gave us free will. He will not take it back. But do I want to sin? Offend my God who has given me everything? I tell you, stand firm. Choose not to sin. Choose not to offend God. I am not going to do this. It is wrong, whatever it is. If we go against the will of God, our Father, can you understand the pain that it causes him when one of his little ones is getting lost? You know, here at the National Shrine of the Divine Mercy, we hear many, many confessions. And I don't know how many times people have come to me, parents, and they're lamenting, Father, I raised my children Catholic. I sent them to Catholic schools, and now they don't go to Mass. My grandchildren have not been baptized, and they're into all kinds of garbage, drugs, or cults. But how much more does God our Father feel that pain? How much more does it hurt his heart? If we could hear him speak, I'm sure he would say to us, what else do I have to give you? I gave you my son. Christ shed every drop of blood so that we can freely choose. We can choose the truth to live a holy life, or we can choose to sin. As it says in Scripture, stand fast, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Sin is truly slavery. Now, as I said, Christ initiated a new exodus to free us from slavery. This is bigger than the first exodus. The first exodus freed the 12 tribes of Israel from slavery to a political system, Pharaoh and his government. The law of Moses was given so that they could form a new nation, but it was powerless to save us from sin. God has accomplished everything as St. Paul tells us in Romans 8, 3 to 4. For what the law weakened by the flesh was powerless to do, this God has done by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And for the sake of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh, so that the righteous decree of the law might be fulfilled in us, who live not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Are you living your life according to the Spirit? Are you truly living as a child of God? 
I would say that very few are these days. In our gospel reading, our Lord Jesus cleansed the temple. And I tell you, our Lord will do this again. He will cleanse the church of all corruption. And woe to those leaders of the church that are not being led by the Holy Spirit of God, but a corrupt spirit. As our Lord said, woe to those hypocrites that appear clean on the outside, but inside they are full of plunder, self-indulgence, and every kind of filth. Do not let that be you. Turn to God and his spirit. Repent of all sin and truly live as children of God and be a consolation to our Father who has given us everything. Hello, I'm Father Thaddeus Langton of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, and I'm excited to let you know about my new podcast with Father Timothy Childers called Keeping It Marian. To access the podcast, simply visit divinemercyplus.org or search Keeping It Marian on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on whatever podcast platform you prefer. I want to share with you the riches of the charism of the Marian Fathers, which is the mystery of the Immaculate Conception, how it touches our lives as consecrated priests and religious, and how this mystery can bear fruit in your life, especially by keeping the Word of God and pondering it in our hearts in imitation of our Blessed Mother. I hope you'll join us. Again, it's called Keeping It Marian. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.